Hello, welcome to episode 40 of Get Doing Things. My name is Craig Burgess and I can't believe we're on episode 40. I said this at episode 30, I can't believe we're on episode 30. And now I can't believe we're on episode 40. Because, God, I did 220-something. Oh, hang about. No, hold on. We're actually going to pause this podcast a second. I'm going to find out the exact number here. I did 241 episodes of Ask a Designer Anything, and now I've done 40 episodes of this, which makes this my 281st podcast in terms of my daily podcasts. I've actually done more podcasts than this because I'm doing other podcasts as well. I did, I'm did doing my Interesting Conversations podcast, and I've messed about with some other stuff as well, so I'm actually probably about 300 podcasts now. And to say on January the 1st, I didn't know how to do a podcast, that's some going, really. I think I deserve a little bit of a pat on the back there. There you go, there's my pat on the back. <laughs> my, my self self-assigned pat on the back. Anyway, so today, well actually, let's go back to yesterday. Yesterday, I started talking about the 10 practices of a creative, part one. I went through one to five of what I think is the most important practices that a creative should follow. They were as follows. Number one, you must be curious about everything. Number two, you must have a practice and methodology for creating new ideas. Number three, you must be fearless in all pursuits. Number four, you must write to understand yourself and your craft. And number five, you must always be trying to improve and be curious about improving. They were the first five that I gave and today I'm going to give the last five. The next five, by the way. So I'm going to be going from one through to five again because it's going to be too confusing for me to do it any other way. So let's start with number one of part two. Number six, as you will. Number one, you must never be satisfied with your work. And not in a bad way, just in a pursuit of improvement kind of way. This kind of links in to point five that I made yesterday. You must always be trying to improve. Improvement and never being satisfied is a big part of the way I am. I'm never satisfied with what I've got. I'm never proud of anything that I've achieved. I'm never... I am gracious for things and I'm grateful for what other people have bestowed upon me, but anything that I personally achieve, I'm never grateful for, I'm never proud of, and I'm never satisfied. That to you might be a bit of a wrong approach to take, but it's an approach I've always found useful in my life, even right back when I was 15 years old and I was one of eight people who became the great British champions at American flag football. And Even now, looking back on that, and I remember then when I was doing it, when I was part of it, I was never proud of myself. Everybody else was proud of me. My parents was proud of me, but I I was never proud of it. And I can look back now and feel a little bit proud, but still, I'm never satisfied. I knew that was only the start of things to come. And everything that I do now and everything that I achieve now is still only the start of things to come, which is why I'm personally never satisfied with the work that I do. Sure, I know when it's good enough and I know when something is good. I know when something is objectively better or objectively good. And I know I know when it's good or it's excellent, etc. But I'm never satisfied with it personally because I always want to achieve more. And for me, I think that is a very good value to have as a creative. And as I said before, I don't mean it in a bad way. I just mean, I just mean it in a way where it needs to always be in the back of your mind that you know there's more to you. You're never good enough. You're never the best you could ever be. 
getting better as a creative and being better creatively or even being better as a human is a lifelong pursuit and you can always get better at something and you can always continue to improve. Number two, you must appreciate other people's work. Get to know these people and don't become jealous of them. This is a big thing that I struggled with when I first started as a designer way back when. I used to be jealous of everybody else's work. I used to spend so much time looking in creative review and looking at other people's work and desperately wanting to produce their work and being desperately envious and and almost angrily envious of them and looking at their work and never being able to appreciate it because I wished so much that I'd done that work because I knew how good it was. It's now only as I've got older that I've started to be able to appreciate other people's work and appreciating other creative people's work is really important because you start to build connections with other creatives and and I don't mean to make this sound like everybody else is less than a creative, but creatives have a very particular way of, look, of looking at the world. And it's important that you're friends with other creatives and you're friends with other people that think like you and see the world like you. So it's important to become connected to those people and networked with those people. And one of the easiest ways to do that is to be humble and say when their work's good. Retweet their work. Say, this is a good piece of work. Well done. You know, be appreciative of other people's work as well as just your own and try your hardest not to become jealous of their work because it isn't your work, it's their work. Number three, you must be comfortable enough to develop your own style and way of doing things and stop trying to be somebody else. This links directly with number two. I used to struggle with this again when I was a young creative. I could never find my own voice and I could never find my own way of working. I always felt like I had to copy other people's ways of working that was better than mine. So I looked at people like Designers Republic and I copied their work and I looked at other people that I admired and I tried to copy their work because I could never feel comfortable in my own skin. Now as I've got older, again, I've realised I am comfortable in my own skin but it took a lot of effort to get there and you must become comfortable in your own skin. It's an, a vital practice as a creative to become comfortable in your own skin and develop your own style. And your your own style doesn't develop until you become comfortable with yourself, until you are comfortable with the fact that you are good enough. Even though you're always, should be never satisfied with your work, you need to become comfortable with your work and know that it is good enough and you are good in and of yourself. And when you get to that point, you actually start to believe that you're good and you'll start doing things your own way and you'll start looking at things in a different way and you'll stop trying to be somebody else. Number four, you must be open and honest and share your work and practices. This is so vital and this links to number five that I'm going to get to in a minute. As a creative and really I think in any other profession it's really important that you share what you're learning openly and honestly because It's not a competition against other people, even though we're led to believe it's a competition and we live in a capitalist society and all that mumbo-jumbo, we're led to believe it's a massive competition and we're in competition with our peers. We're not in competition with our peers. The only competition that really matters is the competition with ourselves. And it doesn't do us any service to be in competition with fellow creatives and our peers. So you must be open 
and you must be honest and you must write about your craft and share your work openly and share your practices openly, more important. Share with your peers and other people how you've done something, why you've done it, how you arrived at that solution because it'll help you when you put out things like that, when you consider your craft and you write about it or you make videos about it or you podcast about it, you get better as a creative, you get infinitely better and that links to number five, teach as soon as you can in your career. If you can step out of university or college one day and you are a a creative who has learned something on how to be a creative, if you can step out of there and start teaching that day, go do it. Because teaching is the single thing in my career that has made me infinitely better at my job in so many ways I couldn't even fill in this podcast in a decent amount of time. It's made me better at public speaking, better at understanding other people, better at understanding my own craft. It's made me a better designer by understanding the processes necessary to become a designer. It's just It just makes you better in every way and it gives you just a warm, fuzzy feeling inside helping other people do what you do. Passing on that knowledge, passing on the things that you've got and the tips and the tricks and the strategies that you use for so many things will help other people and that's a really rewarding experience to pass on. So that's it, that is my 10 practices of being a creative and I'll probably record another episode just like this one when I can think of more practices of being a good creative because there is lots, there's not just 10, I've just put 10 to to just make it sound catchy for this episode really, to make you listen to it. But I think that's that covers everything that I really want to cover and you'll notice I've, I barely mentioned about being good at a creative task at all. Being good at a creative task is a given but there's so many other things around it that are really, really important that people forget about that are more important than being good at your craft. That was episode 40 and you can find out more information about this episode at getdoingthings.com forward slash podcast forward slash four zero. I'm back tomorrow with another episode just like this one and I hope you'll join me then and thank you so much for listening as always. I really mean that and I'll see you tomorrow.